Welcome professional wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 74. All three guys are back today, healthy, no one's sick. Let's go. I am your host, your grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician, talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Booker. Booker Andy, Andy. merch now on Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> I'm also your host, the No Selling Wrestling Indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. Guys, I think that's going to be our next shirt. I want a No Selling Indie fan wrestling football lover, Jeremy. And I think in my head, it's a lot of it'll one be... of those type, typography shirts where it's like. Yeah, it's going to be the whole thing. Yeah, it's like, this is my no-selling yeah. wrestling shirt. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm thinking we got to have something inspired by Jeremy's favorite football team. We've never had any other shirts besides black and white. I think it's time we get something red. What do you yeah. think? What do you think, yeah, guys? Red shirt. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I would wear I'd rock a red shirt. All right. Well, cool. guys and girls. <laughs> and everybody else. Today we are going to be talking about uh, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn and the Usos, Tony Khan making an announcement, and more. Tony Khan also won Booker of the Year, but we'll get into that. R- insane. I can't believe it. But first, oh my God. please, before we get started today, go to YouTube, search the PW Fan. You'll find all of our episodes, all video, some uh, audio from when we first started, but mostly video. Please subscribe. Like, all that stuff. Help us get to 100 subscribers so we can make a real URL. And we have merch on ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW fan. Five shirt designs total with maybe a six coming with this new Jeremy shirt. Um, three different PW fan logo shirts and two Booker Andy shirts. Go check them out. Very wearable. Um, I'm telling you, these aren't some shirts that you're going to feel uh, embarrassed about wearing around in public. I, I think we did a good job. For all other social media, search at the PW fan where we kindly ask that you like, subscribe, leave a review, and all those things. All right, well, guys, Andy, I'm going to pass it over to you and let you get us started, okay? Here we go. As Tim mentioned, we're going to be talking about Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy finally went to court. After constant postpones and uh, um, the findings of the court and charges for Jeff Hardy were, uh, let's see if I can remember this correctly. So they suspended his license for ten years. Ten start. years. That's 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 one ten years. He's a gonna decade. Be, he's going to be an elder. He's going to be an uh, elderly person. He's going to be like a he's senior, be citizen. A senior yeah. citizen. Yeah, yeah he's going to be considered a senior citizen by. <laughs> Um, I believe they he has to get all of his cars impounded. Wow. <laughs> um, and I'm sure there's a huge fine, but there's no jail time. Um, and I think I believe I mean I don't know if this is a court thing. It's probably not, but I know he's still under contract and he can wrestle again only after he does rehab. He does not need to wrestle. I, feel like I know every, you want him back, but I know. No, I, I like, don't. Surprisingly, I, feel I like don't. When Jeff wrestles, bad things happen in his life. It leads to some. It always leads to something not good, and it only happens. It seems he even had an easier schedule with AEW. It's just I don't know, man. Yeah, it's like once a week. I think he. I don't know. I mean, I don't. We can't read this guy's mind, but he might be. St- Get stressed. I don't know, but anytime it's wrestling related, he always gets in trouble. He's gonna, he's gonna be like, I need one more swanton off a ladder on top of the roof. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm game for one more, but then that's it. No, not one more, Tim. (laughs) Come on, just do it. So yeah, that I mean, who knows when we'll? I, I mean, I feel like it's going to be a while, at least a year before we see him. Oh yeah, on TV. But poor Matt, he's stuck with Ethan. The Page. firm. <laughs> the firm, yeah. Until then. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about before we get into Raw is, um, so we talked about how WWE is looking to sign someone bigger than Jay White. 
And I think we mentioned that Kenny Omega's contract is up soon. Um, let's just, I just want to say Kenny Omega is in a really good position to negotiate a salary with AEW and Tony oh, Khan. Yeah. If, say, WWE was uh, looking to bring Kenny over. Yeah, he's in a really good position. And you know what the... Th- but would they extend his contract, though, because of his time off from being Yeah, injured? I think they said that already, that he has some time added on because of it, his injury. I mean, if his contract's coming up, that means the Bucks' contract are coming up, yeah. too. But, you know, it's a, it's a huge year for contracts in wrestling, because I think there's a lot in AW. There's also a lot in WD, is what they said. It's so. it's, it's going to be very interesting, you know, if I, if I could just throw my two cents out there, you know... Uh, I because I think about this stuff, man. Like when I'm like really nerding out, like I love the behind the scenes stuff. And I'm, you know, we'll get into Tony Khan winning the Booker of the Year. But like, if I'm a a, a pro wrestler and I have the option to go to one of the two companies, like right now, I feel like I'm choosing WWE. Where a few years ago, I would have definitely said AEW because you know it's like the unknown and it's like exciting. But now I'm like, eh. But let me piggyback on but top of But I just wanted to say too. real quick, Andy, because last week when Jeremy was absent, we were talking about who would it be? Who would it be? Why didn't we think of Kenny Omega as the big signing over Jay White? We, we like, skipped over that. I didn't know his contract was coming up. I, I had no idea about contracts. I, th- I would say that's probably why. But, no, um, like you're saying, though, you know, like, like a few years ago, you know, like – would it be a good choice to go over? Cody Rhodes has been a proven example that AEW stars won't get. It's not like a death sentence automatically, like for going but over there. I will say to that, a to that point is what I just saw. I think yesterday they said that WWE doesn't see Kenny Omega as Cody Rhodes because he doesn't have the big of American influence. I gotta say. So they wouldn't push him like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Look, the the honestly, the rarest thing I've ever seen in wrestling, and I don't know if any fans have ever like thought about this, but if you think about the fact that AJ Styles came straight to the main roster without going to NXT, got a huge push, and won the title a bunch of times without ever being a WWE guy. I don't understand how that happened. That never happens, but he pulled it off somehow. Like usually those guys, he won the title in nine months, like eight or nine. I months. mean, he is the goat, but, or one of them, but he beat Cena and won the title. And, but I'm like, that never happens. He somehow is the exception to the rule. It's like the only person that's ever pulled it off. Yeah, because he's, he's AJ, AJ Styles, Styles, and he had a soccer mom haircut. Yeah, and he did all that with a soccer mom haircut, which I recently just got something very similar. <laughs> it's, all, it's all pulled back right now. But. Beat up John, beat up John Cena. Cena. That beat was such, John Cena. That was that's when he that was, was doing the whole time period. I love the, the beat up John Cena yeah. time period. And then when he beat him, and when he became champ, he was the champ that runs yep. the camp. Yeah, that's the right. face that runs the place, and the champ that runs the camp. <laughs> Um, I don't know. We're just going to have to see what happens at the end of this year and the beginning of 2024 with people like MJF. I, I'm just going to throw uh, this out there, too. F- from skills in the ring, I think Kenny Omega could obviously do the AJ what AJ does. But I don't know, man. AJ just has like that that angry tenacity, which is like why you heard Vince, call, Vince called him a pit bull. Where if he told him that I'm not going to really push you unless you start doing good on the mic, like I feel like AJ can make that adjustment to like start being angry on the mic. Where I don't know if a Kenny, look, I liked Kenny's gimmick. I liked he heel was Kenny the, with the Triple H when he's coming out. Yeah, Don when he had Triple H, and, H yeah, yeah, that was great. Stuff, that was good. That was the best Kenny for me. And and Bullet Club Kenny in Japan, but that's like a different oh. thing, you know. Yeah. Um, let's continue and go into Raw this week. Uh, this Raw was two days after Elimination Chamber. Sami Zayn opened up the show. Um, I believe, I know they weren't in, uh, uh, Quebec, but they were still in Canada. They might have been in Ottawa. 
Yeah, they weren't in Montreal anymore, but I don't I forget where they were. But uh he opens up the show, he talks about how he feels bad for letting the people down, and he says, you know, the story is is never over and we are entering the final chapter. Um he then asks Kevin Owens to come out and he thanked Owens and said he was sorry. Um so he said that they might be past words at this point. Um, and if they work together, they might finally be able to take down the bloodline once and for all. Kevin Owens went on to say that he didn't do what he did for uh, Sami Zayn. And that he's willing to fight the bloodline alone. And that he was still mad. And that if he wanted to help, uh, or if he want, if Sami wanted help, that Sami should just ask Jey Uso. So they're definitely building this. Mm-hmm. How long is it until WrestleMania? Well, let's just say at the time of this recording, it's the 27th of February. WrestleMania is April 1st. Okay. So just about a month exactly. I feel like they need to make this happen within the next week or two. Well, as we were watching Raw tonight, something that happened with KO and the bloodline so I didn't see it. it'll continue <laughs> oh, okay. um, so yeah I mean this this isn't over speaking of with Sami Zayn I don't know if you guys saw um, Sami is getting a rematch for the universal title the house show but it's at a it's at a house show I don't like that the only other time I can think of that the main title switch hands as a house show was Jinder Mahal and AJ oh Styles. Oh my god, yeah. When they wanted AJ to be the one to face Brock at Survivor Series. Yeah, they got rid of Tim's favorite, Jinder. Ah, oh, man, the legend. Don't hinder. <laughs> what else is on that card? Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight Lights Out match. So, okay. Lights Out? I don't know if anybody's going to catch this reference. And we're going to get into Bray Wyatt because I have, I have some shit to talk about this Bray Wyatt yeah. this week. With I don't, uh, I don't, I, I don't know if anybody's going to get this reference, but at one point there was a big YouTube channel. This guy, Assault and Battery Seven Seven Seven, he would go around and like do all these signings and he, or like Awful yeah, name. Assault and Battery. But he was big on YouTube. His name's Ravi Maholtra, <laughs> um, and that was his song, that Ludacris song. And uh, that was his intro. And uh, he was really popular on YouTube. Well, him and I became, like, friends. And in 2017, I drove to Philly, and him and I met up, and we went to see... uh, To Battleground. He saw the Punjabi prison match with Jinder and Ravi is... is, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. He has heritage (laughs) in... In that world, and uh, so he kept saying the heritage. Whole, yeah, I don't know what's the correct way to say that. You know, like he. Uh, but anyway, because of that, he kept saying. Yeah, that, <laughs> He kept saying the whole night that that Jinder was like the best wrestler of all time, and that like he no. jokingly, but he kept saying like, "Oh, Jinder's like my bo- like he's my boy. He's representing and like all that kind of stuff." So he was like rooting for Jinder the whole night. Well, he's representing NXT so funny, right now. But horrible pay per view. I sat third row, and I have the chair. That's what I sit on every week for the pod. Is the, <laughs> the chair? Hey, you did see though AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens, yep, and AJ style, lost, man. and it was not one of AJ's finest matches, to be honest. <laughs> so overall, it's a horrible pay per view. Oh, it was terrible. And there's a reason why Battleground. I mean, look, I got third row for three hundred bucks. I think there's a reason. You know, that's still a lot of money, but Tim's probably sitting in the I chair am, right I now. Said, this is my chair that I record in every week. Terrible Punjabi, Punjabi prison match. <sighs> was that when? No, Ginger was already champion then, right? Uh yes, I think he, so. Yeah. He was the champ, and he it was Randy versus Randy in in the prison, and the great Khali came out. Am I gonna get canceled for saying heritage? All right, let's stop talking about that. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> um, 
All right. Well, after the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn segment, let's just keep this ball rolling. Uh, Baron Corbin attacked Sami Zayn, and we had a quick match, Sami versus Corbin, which Sami Zayn won. Probably just to give the fans of Canada a match with Sami. I don't know. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. It, I don't Corbin. I don't like how they yeah. started Sami off with the show. Yeah, well. Like, they could have just done the promo and then him beat beat up whoever it was, and then that was it. I agree. I agree. Uh, we had another great uh, segment between Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman. Cody was in the ring, and uh, Paul Heyman pops up on the Titantron, and he has a neck brace selling that. Um, did he, I mean, I don't even remember him getting hurt at Elimination Chamber. No, but apparently he did. Cause he KO was stunned him, remember, at the end. Oh, okay. Did oh, you yes. hear Oh yes, I remember. And I, I remember seeing him being like, "Took it better than Vince <laughs> yeah, did." That's right. <laughs> yeah. Which I think that match won worst match of the year. That's shit. That's right. Yeah, checks out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the uh, Cody and Heyman are are going back and forth, and um, now they're finally you know starting to build and focus on Rhodes versus Reigns. Um, did you, at Mania. Sorry, I was going to say, mm-hmm. did you hear why they said, why Heyman cut him off so quickly? They didn't want Sammy Chance to yeah. happen while Cody was out there. I'm yeah. like, come on, guys. Makes sense. And I know I wasn't here last Makes week, sense. but I just feel like Sammy right now should be either the champion or still in that spotlight. <laughs> right. it, look, well, we're just going to see if it comes back. I know, yeah. Um, but I know at one point Heyman brought in uh, Cody's family, talking about Cody's like, I believe, daughter and wife, and it seemed to get under Cody's skin, and Cody tried to not freak out, basically, and bit his tongue. Um, Apparently, wasn't this segment cut said, short or something like that? I'm not sure. I didn't read anything, but if you did, maybe you did. I don't know. I just definitely do know about the why he interrupted him so quickly. Oh, that was because he literally got out. Cody literally got out there and was like, "So, what do you want to talk about?" And then it like went. Yeah, is that gonna be his <laughs> thing now? He, that's been his thing. He used to say that in AEW. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said it like three, two times maybe in AEW when it was like the controversial thing, and now he says it every single time he goes out there. I think he said it just about every time he's come out there since he came back. Yeah, he definitely said that. Not yeah. just like returning. Uh, but Cody warned Reigns not to send Heyman to speak to him again and said that he would see him soon. So I wonder if it's going to be this week or next week, but apparently we'll be seeing Cody interact with Roman Reigns coming up. Um, this I was not happy about. I think it's a terrible idea, but uh, MVP sent out a challenge to Brock Lesnar for a match against Omos at WrestleMania. Oh. Now, I write today, the original <laughs> plan for Brock at Mania was Steve Austin, but Steve Austin denied it. He said no to a match. Omos apparently wasn't their Plan B or even Plan C. I don't. So I don't know what the other ones this, were, but I know they wanted Brock against all. How easy sort to tell though, because Steve Austin walked that out of the company because he was going to lose. Ago. Dude, these kids aren't going to like remember that. I shit. know, and it, it's never happened. But I get that story. But it is. But I was just thinking, like, though, how but... would you even do that story? How would you make Brock and Austin hate each other enough? By mania to make it make sense because these guys like hunt together and hang. Everybody knows this. Yeah, if you watch the Broken Skull sessions, yeah, they're like bros. Do you think Stone Cold like trust? You want? I hunt. We both Stone Cold like trust Brock. And that's the other thing. You know, Brock can't do these, or not Brock. uh, It's Austin can't do suplexes to the back of the head. He can't. He could take an F five. He could do a brawl like he did with Owens, but you know he can't do take a German suplex. It's too dangerous for him. And that's Brock's thing. 
Well, I'm sure Stone Cold said no to a lot of money. Well, you got to think. I mean, he doesn't really need it, does he? Now, Brock, remember that Brock can, has to approve his opponent. So apparently he's approved Omos. But this is not going to be good. This is some classic 1980s. It's going to be like one of the events. slowest matches, I think, ever. It's going to be like, who was, the, who was the guy that dressed in like the fur? Oh, uh, against the other fur. Flair. It's going to be Rick Flair. IQ. No! <laughs> it's that guy. He was like a it's Sasquatch character. It's, um, what was his I'll name? Look it up. But when he was in WCW, there's this story of uh, they kept trying to tell him to like cut a promo on Ric Flair, and they're like, "Tell him that you're really gonna like, you know, you're gonna put the hurt on him." And he just kept saying, and then they would keep redoing because he's like, "You're not allowed to say that. Do it again." Giant, yeah, giant Gonzalez. He would just keep saying, "Ric Flair, I kill you." And then Bruce Prichard would be like, "No, you're just, <laughs> you can't, you can't say that." <laughs> I kill you. Imagine if they did that now. And then didn't he just keep yeah, repeating and he, it? he would do it again, and he'd be like, "No, no, no! You're not allowed to say that you kill him. You're just <laughs> you just got to say that you're really gonna mess him up." So I'm not looking forward to this match, Omos and Brock. Giant Gonzalez, dude, that's a great comparison. I don't. This is what I've thought about. I don't know who's looking for it. Yeah, I don't know who's looking for. Giant Gonzalez is six foot nine. Omos, though they build Giant Gonzalez, they build him for eight feet tall. Well, <laughs> which is hilarious. Not, Giant Gonzalez but, might have been six. Wait, are you serious? Six foot nine. That man, dude. That's that man. What I'm reading. To, they build him at bro, eight. He had foot to be tall. on stilts or something. Something's not right with that analysis. Because have you ever seen the footage <laughs> of stilts. him? He's like towering o- over Taker. On stilts. At that WrestleMania. How would he wrestle on stilts? I don't know. I mean, he couldn't wrestle at all. Omos is built at stilts. seven foot three. Seven three? <laughs> I haven't said that word in like twenty stilts. years. <laughs> and Omos is a year younger than me. Hilarious. That's crazy. Omos is twenty nine years wild. old. That's wild. He looks like he's forty six. All right. He does look like <laughs> Backstage, we had a backstage interview with Seth Rollins, who um, basically has called out Logan Paul. Womp womp. Another and, womp womp moment. You know, it looks like that's the match we're getting at Mania. The original plan was Logan versus John Cena, but I believe I read that the company sees Austin Theory as a future main eventer. And it would help him better if he faced Cena at. Um, so so Mania. far, wasn't that going to be a thing last Mania? I thought it was rumored. I don't know. I think Cena's coming so back. So basically, this week, the card that probably the card that we're maybe getting so far, as of recording, you know, Monday, the twenty uh, seventh of February, would be Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins, almost versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, let's round it Omos off. versus Brock Lesnar, and mm-hmm. then John Cena versus Austin Theory. Ro- Roman versus Roman Cody. Versus Cody. Rhea Ripley versus okay. Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Possibly Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos. Probably is. Okay, I mean, it's like not like uh, bad. It's just like. Edge versus Finn Balor, Hell in a Cell. That match is the possible like, rumor. I don't know why. You would think I'd be like looking forward to that, but for some reason I'm just not. I don't know why. I'm so sick and tired of that storyline of the, you know, whatever the fuck they're called. Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight in a Firefly Funhouse no. match. No. I was like, oh, God. I thought you were reading that off something for a second. I was like, I know. No. <laughs> No, that's all I know so far, though. Um, uh, we had the Mizamaries had a backstage segment where they uh, he was handed an envelope, and he said that he won't uh, read what was in it just yet. I have no idea what's for. It's probably it was their anniversary, and um, he was saying it was it was 
all he could ask for. It's probably him going to be announced. We got another season of the of Miz and Mrs. It's probably confirmation for that. It better not be. But we had a segment of Ding Dong Hello with Damage Control. Becky Lynch and Lita ended up coming out, and they um, challenged for the uh, Raw women or not Raw the women's tag team titles. Um, I don't know if you should have saved this for Mania to get Becky and Lita. It feels like a match for Mania, doesn't it? Feels like it. And also with Lita. I don't know. It feels like it would be a Mania match. I feel like they should get like Trish and Lita. Because like, what what else are they going to do with Mania now? Yeah, that's a good point. Trish and Lita. Trish and Lita. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what they're going to do, but I'm pretty sure this match is not, at least of now, it might even be on that live event. I don't know, man. I don't know what they're doing. At least with that. Damage Control hasn't done anything with those titles. No, they've been pretty bad. Yeah. Um, our main event was Edge versus Austin Theory for the U.S. title. This match was actually really good. Austin Theory, I mean, you know, Ed, Edge is, you know, um, I mean, he he's he's great to you know make guys shine. Um, he's he's a pro at that kind of thing. Um, but you know, you got to give it up to Theory too, who actually did very well. But Balor ended up um, interfering and towards the end, which allowed Theory to hit his finisher, and the crowd erupted with boos, of course, when Theory won because they are in Canada. So, like I said, you know, Edge and Balor is still progressing. That was a good main event, though. If any feud goes past Mania, that's terrible. So I'm hoping it wraps up. Well, you know you have Backlash, which is the rematches of WrestleMania. Literally, sometimes match yeah, match right. some of these. <laughs> At least this time, they they they're not calling it WrestleMania Backlash. They're just calling it Backlash again. Oh yeah, I forgot they changed it for a while to WrestleMania yeah. Backlash. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that wraps up Raw. Let's get into Dynamite. Um, to me, another lackluster Dynamite. But what do I know? Wasn't the best. Disagree, disagree before. Yeah, okay. So me and Tim were right last week saying, you know, the first couple after the New Year's were good. Yeah. I feel like it just hasn't been. Hasn't been I feel like they kind of needed like a pay per view like within that first month to happen, and then have like a whole new set of stories because it kind of feels like it's just like, all right, everything's continuing. <laughs> kind of feel like ever since CM Punk left. <laughs> Has it been around? <laughs> it hasn't been as good. I don't know. There's there's some times when I think back at the episodes with Punk, and there was like some segments where like I only care about Punk and MJF. This is my thought right now. What matches are you? What dream matches with the current roster is anyone thinking about? Yeah. I can't put any two guys together and be like that would be awesome to see. Yeah. I mean, other than like MJF and Danielson, I don't really care about the rest. What about you, Tim? Like, at least right now. Mm, Danielson, MJF. I can't even say Jericho because I'm tired of him. Um. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing in my head. That I'm like that would be a really good card if you had these matches on it. I don't know how... Dude, it's just like one of those things where I'm like, how do you go from having 200 dream matches a year ago to... Now I'm like thinking in my head of shit I want to see and I'm like, oh god. I can't even think of anything. I'd like to see Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega at some point. That's the only one I can think of. I was literally about to say it. Or Adam Cole versus just... Danielson versus... Like in a story with MJF, just you know, because he, he, I feel like he was doing so many team stuff before he got yeah. injured. But also, 
what I was thinking about AEW right now is like you know how like the first four years like they had like so many people debuting and they had all this like hype and momentum, and now they signed everyone, and they got to make it work, and it's kind of been like, eh. No, they don't I have any like, the new like attractions anymore. And I think just, I think I what they know. could do right now to make some sort of comeback. Sorry, I got distracted. I was seeing Cody wrestling on Raw. I was like, whoa. Don't see that often. Um, yeah, Cody and Gable. I bet yeah, this match I'm is great. Definitely rewatch this later. Um, so, it's like one of those things where I'm like, okay, let's say, and I know we go on and on and on about this. Let's say you do have Punk come back. That's the only thing I can think of that's like capitalize on all this publicity from this press conference before it's too late. You know, before nobody cares anymore. You still got to. Mm-hmm. Another couple weeks left, or a month or so, before people just don't care anymore. Didn't Jericho say he would make sure CM Punk never? Yeah, but back? then there was another tweet where someone's like something about their match at Mania, and he's like, "Oh, I love I always working, with, CM working Punk. with Punk." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, did you see what Mark Henry said? Uh, I liked what Mark Henry said. Yeah. He came to defend the whole CM Punk's a, a cancer in the locker room. Yeah. Basically just said, like, um, they don't need to apologize to say that. Trying to find his post. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, you can you can try to summarize it. Oh, I'm trying to find Mark Henry's eyes. Oh, yeah, I was going to say he, that. He basically just said, like, don't need to apologize for anything. Just say, like, hey, some sometimes people just disagree, and they say things you shouldn't, and we move on. Move on. I'm like, yeah. That works. Um, and also, it would be a great man, where is it? like a trios match if it was him, FTR versus the Elite. Mm-hmm. Okay, I found it, though. Uh, so this is what Mark Henry said. He said, if I was in charge, I would bring him back, and I would bring him back with him saying to the wrestling world, not an apology, but just state the facts. Grown men will disagree. And things will be said that probably shouldn't have been said. And I regret airing my dirty laundry in front of the world. It won't happen again. Do we agree on everything? No. Can we work together and exist and have a business relationship? Yes. I will not let my personal feelings, my personal gripes and concerns interfere with business again. Because ultimately the important thing is business. And I am the business. And business is good. AEW is better with me around. So that came from Mark. Yeah. That sounds pretty good, right? I, I don't know, man. Get Tim's take. It looked like he was about to say something. Tim's like, yeah. Tim's like, CM Punk shouldn't have to see shit. <laughs> I think the whole thing is a whole mess and was handled poorly. We'll see what happens. I, I mean, I even even I'm at the point where, I mean, I want him to capitalize, but even I'm at the point they where capitalize, if they don't do something in the next few months, even I don't care anymore. I'm like over it. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. let's yeah, get into Dynamite. I was gonna say, did you see that Punk was at a new that New Japan show? Yeah, Dan Housen posted something like, "I hope he didn't spend the ninety something dollars he owes me for those seats." <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's his boy. He, lo- he like loves. That. He I couldn't loves, tell if he was uh, joking or not. But... You, don't, you don't remember yeah, where sure. he said, "I've been having no, trouble but... with football." Uh, Dan Housen so... let me borrow his Doc Martens, so I owe more money now. And then he was like, he took a bite of muffin. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's a dynamite opened up with Orange Cassidy versus Wheeler Yuta for the All Atlantic Championship. Uh, if you remember, it's been so long. Wheeler Yuta used to be a part of that best friends group. Yeah. So it was kind of that was kind of the story that was told here. Winner was Orange Cassidy, uh, who retained his title. Um, afterwards, I think Cassidy wanted to give uh, Yuta a hug like old times, like the best, best friends do. And uh, Claudio came out and told Wheeler, Wheeler to get out of the ring. So no best friends hug happened. That was a good match, though. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, after that, we had a rookie starts, Stark segment. Um he talked about how Chris Jericho wouldn't uh, give him a rematch, 
And so he decided to issue an open challenge to anyone in the back for a match at Revolution because he wanted to be on the card. Jericho then interrupted, uh, well, he interrupted Starks, and then Peter Avalon came out, and Jericho uh, gave him the juice effect. And uh, Jericho ends up getting into the ring. Um, and, you know, with words, Starks pretty much uh, manipulated Jericho to get the rematch that he wanted. Um, Jericho. I'm trying to. I'm did trying to pen click, think though. of some of the things he said, but he did what? that pen click. Remember, like when he did, had the list. Yeah, he did the list yeah. pen click. He did. He went like this. He yeah. went click, like, how, like and held it there for a second. The crowd you? was was don't cheering, you? and then he signed his name. And Taz is like, "Oh, I've seen this before." You just made the list. <laughs> There's a nice little callback. I miss those days. Um. <laughs> so you know the. And I, I believe, I believe um, that Jericho basically said that the JAS would stay in the back. Yeah, everyone's barred right, from Jeremy? ringside, which I don't. That doesn't really mean much unless they're in like a steel cage. Well, the look on on Starks's face made it seem like um, there's some hidden clauses in that contract, and he basically got Jericho to do exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. You know, and manipulate him to give him that match. But Starks is hot right now, man. They need to, you know, that crowd is, is still really behind him, even after some of these bad segments with the JS lately. Yeah. They need to capitalize on it and, you know, do something with well, him, give him some kind of title. The good something. thing is that Ricky Starks can, even with the bad, set, bad segment, he can take a promo and try to almost save it for most of the time. Mm hmm. Most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes the, the JS is so Sometimes. bad they can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, we had a. I just wanted to mention this um, This Max Caster no, rap. Funny. Uh, while Big Bill was in the ring, he said, Bill, Big Bill's fiance says he's S A W F T, which is the callback to Soft <laughs> with um, Enzo More and Big Cass. Um, and, and if you looked at Big Bill afterwards, he kind of got a yeah. chuckle. He was like, oh, okay, okay. It's a terrible I like name. it when those lines get blurred a little yeah. bit. Um, Jungle Boy, big, it's, I mean, terrible. Horrible names, though. Terrible name. Um, Jungle Boy ended up attacking Christian Cage, uh, but Christian, uh, would end up getting the upper hand in the end. Um, I'm sure, so, okay, so right now... What do we got? We got uh, for Revolution. We got MJF and Danielson. Yeah. We got Jericho and Starks. Yeah, the tag team. We got a fatal four-way for the tag team titles. Um, the acclaimed Gun Club. Uh, Someone is still going to win that. The winner of the main or of the tag team battle royal, which I'll talk about in a second, and then there's going to be another. One of those, I guess, or so, another qualifying match for the fourth yeah. team, basically. And then uh, I'll also, okay, I have two more matches to announce. Yeah. So, <laughs> as I read, uh, that got announced this week. Um, there's a triple threat match set for Revolution. It's Soraya versus Ruby Soho versus Jamie Hayter for the AEW Women's Championship. I think Jamie's going to retain. She retain, but yeah. I don't think. No one I'm, cares. I don't think they're going to put him on Soraya. Soraya almost gets no reaction when she comes out. Well, it's like, Kenny Storm get like why nothing. did she go heel? It's got to be the worst signing they've ever made. <laughs> why yeah. is she a heel? Hey, man, Ronnie Racky cares, all right? As far as the... the think about what they're paying. Soraya, really? I'm, worst? Worst. What does she do? She that came is out... True. Dude, I think they thought that people okay. cared. Like, Soraya people would be more hyped if Sasha Banks had signed to them with Soraya. Oh, they need her, though. She botched like four promos in a row. And finally, everybody was just like, all right. <laughs> I mean, and she's going to make that yeah. main event money into her, her contract is up. I agree. Who knows how I long agree. it is? 
and they don't do anything. Well, Revolution is this Saturday or this Sunday is actually. It? So I, yeah, so all the matches will be will be completed by Rampage, I guess. Coming it up. Better be. Um we had a MJF and Brian Danielson segment where MJF uh I mean I'd say the main thing was MJF kinda like the Paul Heyman Cody Rhodes thing. He brought in Brian's family. Well one he said that his fiance left him, which actually seems true. to be true. Yes, crazy. MGS fiance called it kids to <laughs> Damn, MGS. Damn, she was painting. Which just added fuel to the fire of this promo. He was like, "Look, you got to stop doing this." Um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when MJF talks about his kids, like Danielson's kids, like the way that MJF does it, I'm just like. All right, man. Like easy. Yeah, he was saying that basically, you know, Danielson has everything that he wanted. Yeah. Um, because he's like, I finally found a girl that would, you know, wouldn't leave me. He he told the story of the girlfriend leaving him with the whole goal to basically put over his title and how that's the only thing that, um, I like. It has never yeah. left him. I like that you know, MJF and is a single man. He's saying he that Danielson loves man. wrestling more than it his makes family. Him way more re- like not relatable, but like it fits his character. The fact that like MJF like <laughs> he's all these things, like he's all these things, but then you know in like real real life, it's like oh, it does fit his character. He's getting married. I'm like no, I want my MJF to be to just be purely just awful <laughs> all around. <laughs> Well, Danielson basically talked to the camera, though, and was going to say something to Danielson's... uh, MJF was going to say something to Danielson's kids to the camera, and Danielson ended up saying, uh, don't you dare bring my children into this, or or I will kick the shit out of you. (laughs) Which, it it just... I can't take him seriously when he said that, but... Yeah, and then he he says that in the ring, and then uh, MJF starts talking about his kids, like, right there to the camera, and I'm like, all right, Danielson, go out there and, like, Try to be it's, it's so weird because yeah. like Daniels, Danielson can be so hit or miss because like you know. Um, so I, I was just thinking though, when they this match did that talking smack with him and the Miz. I I'm not gonna lie, I believed it. I was like, I bought in for a second. I was when he was like, he's like the Miz is like, why don't you go back to Ring of Honor and all that stuff? He's like, and then he's like, you know, saying and then he's like crying, looking at the camera. I mean, they've done he's done some good stuff before. It just depends on what the material is. Yeah. He's like, I will kick the shit out of you. If he had said, I will be, I'll beat your ass. Just that, that. But he said, I will kick the, I will kick the shit out of you. Like <laughs> so proper. Yeah, it's just I don't know. But I was thinking though, their matches an Iron Man match. Do you think that's why there's not too many matches set for Revolutions? Because this is going to be. Oh like, yeah. An hour Which long. Which actually might do better because then it might not might not be like a five hour show. <laughs> yeah. I say that and it's gonna be like the longest show ever. I, I swear, like I think one of their shows had like sixteen matches. Yeah, it did. I was like, what the? F-? I think yeah. it was all out. I was like, what the fuck? Dude? Um. So, um, as I said before, there's gonna be. Four teams at Revolution going for the tag titles, and one of those, two of those three had already been um, set, and that is the Acclaimed uh, and the Gun Club. Uh, but we had a tag team battle royal to figure out the third team, and the teams involved were. <sighs> Bear with me. Tony Nese and Ari Duvari, Dark Order, uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, Butcher and Blade, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, the best friends. Top Flight, Aussie Open, Lucha Bros, uh, La Faction in Gobernable, uh, and the Jericho Appreciation Society's Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Angelo Parker. Uh, winner was Jeff Jarrett and Jade Lethal. I can't believe they won, but they are going to be in this battle royal. Uh, 
Uh, or this fatal four way. Because it could have been like any the, of them, uh, so it, it shouldn't really matter because it's know, the main I, feud I like is that the, um, guy, the gun club and stuff, the claim. It would be a shame. We we have to say rest in peace to Jerry Jarrett. Absolute legend, uh, pr- promoter in the business. Um, you know, obviously father yes. of Jeff Jarrett and got a lot of guys to start, got Bruce Pritchard to start and a lot of people in the industry that you, uh, you know, you idolize and, you know, that, a lot of that, uh, it, Jerry Jarrett gave them an opportunity. So very sad that he passed. Um, it, it's, uh, kind of crazy that Jeff has been doing these shows, but I also saw that, uh, I guess Jerry Jarrett's widow said, uh, you know, you better show up for these shows. Your dad wouldn't want it any other way. So, you know, it just goes to show how uh, that wrestling love runs deep in the family, you know. And, Je- and Jeff Jarrett's, you know, in his 50s. Yeah. Yeah, I think he asked the Dynamite after. I think he asked to be on the Dynamite after it happened. Huh? Um, and then you take the mayo. Yes, rest in peace know, to him. I don't think we talked about that last there, week. I think. And then you make the chicken salad, huh? I think it happened the week before. I don't think we had <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> that's that, that's that's Bruce that's Bruce Pritchard's impression <laughs> of Jerry Jarrett that he always does. Main event of Dynamite. I'm not even gonna. Huh? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna talk about the main event. I'm not going to talk about the main event of Dynamite because I did not enjoy it. It was Evil Uno versus John Moxley. This was not a good match. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I uh, forgot that happened. Um, but we will talk about Tony Khan's big Tony announcement. High. They had to have Adam Cole <laughs> announce it because got to try they had to get, to get Adam Cole to do it. But... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and now I'm going to pass it over. Tony passed it over to Adam Cole. Actually. So he did start. It. <laughs> I have something else. He's like, do. you know what? Actually, on second anyway, thought, Adam Cole is going to do this. I have something else. Adam Cole announced. God, it's going to be Adam terrible. Cole announced the new weekly TV show, <laughs> AW All Access. Which is basically a behind the scenes of AEW. Yeah, it's gonna be the same thing as the Roast the Top show. Without the family <laughs> life yeah. life stuff. So this was my question. Is this just Is this just in response to their they can't do Roast of the Top anymore, so it's just a replacement? I think so. We're like, who? we still have a TV deal for this other show, but who I mean look let's just you, not Yeah. You, do Roast of the Top, let's just do this instead. Who's gonna watch it? But me, because like, I watch it. I watch the. <laughs> I'm Bellas. gonna watch this too. Let's be honest. Miz. No one's asking for this. Even though you kind of get it with, uh, the elite stuff. Yeah. You know. But you know, no. you know why? I'm pretty sure why he said it was a big announcement and got all hyped. It's a big announcement for the company and the network stuff. It's not a big announcement for any Dude, of the fans. Dude, I love Adam Cole. I'm sorry, but I... That's the only reason I can think of they said big announcement. And they want, and they wanted people um, to stay around. Yeah. I, and I watch Adam the show Cole. till the big announcement. I don't care to see him hanging out having lunch with Britt Baker at Outback Steakhouse. I just don't care. Like, I just, like... I don't need that. I don't need to see it. <laughs> I hope that's not it. Yeah. Thank God. Well, that's all I have to say about that. I'm not even covering Rampage this week, so let's get straight into SmackDown. Sunday night, Sunday night heat, (laughs) Sunday night heat Rampage. There just was. I mean, I can't. Jeremy, do you remember anything worth talking about on? Oh well, there was the um. There was the Elite versus Aussie Open guys. Yeah. But that wasn't like a crazy good match. It was a really good match. It was a really good match, and House of Black came out afterwards. So, so it's, I hope they officially make it or make it official. Uh, I think they did. 
for Revolution. Yeah, so it'll be the Elite versus House of Black for the trios title. Thank did God, we talk about Tony Khan? Did, yeah, did we, that'd be well, good. Before we get to SmackDown did, and we get away from AEW. Did but yeah, anyways, um, SmackDown. Booker of the Year. Uh, I mean, I just, I, I just saw that in, you know, you know, Meltzer's no, world. That that was, <laughs> he was voted. Uh... Yeah, so Triple H came in like third or something. Triple H won fucking Booker of the Year. Yeah, but hold on. Before let's Triple H has only been Booker for like three months, so I think that's why. Yeah, but how consistently good you has know who came in last? In the list? <laughs> it's the entire year, so I think that's the only reason why. Or like whatever the top whatever numbers is. I'm not saying last in the. Basically, whole they're saying WWE has been shit. Last on like the top, you know, if it's a top five or a top ten or whatever it was, is a. I saw Shawn Michaels came in last place for booking NXT. No, Booker Andy would have won Booker of the Year. I'm telling you, you've you've I you've nailed you were say Booker Andy. You nailed everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got last like last place. Dude. Shawn Michaels up for NXT 2.0. I mean, it's not all. The I mean, that kind of makes sense though. Not great. How did Tony? <laughs> Tom Booker Still year? rather watch it than Rampage. Yeah, that's true. Can they just... Just say. I, I think also, like... I think it's be only because of those pay-per-view <laughs> shows. He loves them. Because Milton's got a hard on. No, I think Milton even can. said that this, this voting was a little weird this year. I think basically he said all around the the choices weren't great. <laughs> you know? But, you know, they... they... Right. <laughs> it wasn't a great... It's like, should look, have been a fantastic the, you're, year you're picking wrestling. the shiniest piece of shit in the shit pile, basically. <laughs> that, that's very true. Yeah. It ended up with a lot of drama and just backstage stuff. Hey, look. Uh, like, if you remember the beginning of, like, 2022... Um, all the way up to like Forbidden Door, Tony Khan was doing pretty good with the Punk and MJF stuff, and yeah. um, Forbidden Door was great. Yeah, I thought. Great, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of good. The back half of 2022 was good for AEW. I I agree. The first half. The first, the back half. Yeah, the, the first half. half. Yeah. The, you don't. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, let's let's get into SmackDown, guys. Um, so Jay or Jimmy Uso, um, in the beginning of the show, was speaking backstage, and he said that he wanted to see uh, Jay in the ring later tonight, which we'll get into later in the night. Uh, that was how the show would end up going off the air. Dominic and Rhea showed up to SmackDown this week and interrupted a now babyface Santos Escobar. I don't know what happened to the team that was with him in Selena Vega, but it's kind of just been Santos lately hanging with Rey Mysterio, being buddy-buddy. Um, LA Knight ended up cutting a promo, which, love me some LA Knight, love seeing him on TV. Uh, but he would be interrupted by the New Day. Um, I think LA Knight called them the Nerd Day, which... Made me laugh, but whatever. Um, Kofi would end up talking about Kofi Mania, and LA Knight said, how did that whole Kofi Mania thing work out for you anyway? Even though the New Day said it ended up good, I think he was for referencing uh, Lesnar basically freaking destroying him yeah. in like 15 seconds. Um, this would though, lead to a match with Kofi versus LA Knight that uh, Kofi would end up winning. So New Day are back on SmackDown because they are no longer the NXT Tag Team Champions. There was a segment with Charlotte Flair that I actually... God, I love to hate Dominic. Uh, I actually yeah, is, enjoyed it because of him. Um, he came out and it was supposed to be a face-to-face with Rhea and her, but Dominic would come out instead. And there was a back and forth between these two and... Um, 
I guess you know the whole on-screen thing with Rhea and Dominic is that's, uh, that's his mommy in some weird way. Um, but Charlotte Flair would end up saying, "I have a real, real that's his mom. <laughs> I have a real Latino man at home who calls me mommy, oh. mommy with a much thicker." And then she paused and she said, "Accent." Um. <laughs> 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 Oh. Yeah, it's the first mention of uh, Andrade, and he's signed with AEW, and AEW has never mentioned him this year. Really? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, she said, though, uh, unlike you, Dom, I love my dad. He's Ooh. 73, actually. He'll be 74 tomorrow. <laughs> Happy early birthday, da- Dad. Uh, so she paid tribute to him. Um. Prison Mike. Prison <laughs> this was a way for them to highlight Prison Dom. Prison Dom. I just love calling him Prison Dom. Dom is. Dom is kind of. Are you starting to like great, him more and more? Like I, I don't like, like him. him. I just like <laughs> like to hate him. <laughs> like he's very good at that. Just terrible character. <laughs> I, what was this meme I saw or something? It was something with Dom and Buddy Matthews and Rhea, and he's like, well, he kissed my sister, so. <laughs> Basically, you know, I'm going to be with his girlfriend. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed this segment. I don't think many people did. I, I did personally, though. Um, but uh, Charlotte Flair kind of gets in Dom's face, and Rhea ends up coming out and was like, oh, you want to? You want to, you know, touch Dom Dom, as she calls him, and uh, they got on each other's face finally for a little bit. But I feel like this match is going to main event night one. Yeah, probably. Makes sense. I don't know. I don't, I don't see Asuka and Bianca Belair being no. more of a draw than this one would be. The, the two yeah, because you don't really have... Unless the, they do the tag the team titles as a main event, but other than right that, now, I don't see any other match. No, I mean, you should... card. I'm like Rhea and Charlotte, and then Oscar uh, and uh, and Bianca. Oh my god, dude, those are two stacked matches, right? especially new Oscar, like new old Oscar and Bianca. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of her. Her. New old gimmick, as we'll say. Um, okay, so I had a big gripe with this Bray Wyatt Captain segment. Captain Howdy. I don't know if you guys saw the whole thing. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to try to break it down. <laughs> okay, so it was, it was a Firefly Funghouse that just went off the rails. I, had, I was so confused. I had no idea what was going on. Um, yeah. So it went it went from the Firefly Funhouse to like the Weather Channel like news network to like a game show. It just kept moving around and at the end it like showed some open doorway that was flickering stuff and he said, "Can you keep a secret?" I don't know. I, I don't know if you do you remember when they were showing the two undertakers playing? I don't get it. The hands were up. Yeah, yeah. Playing with them, so everyone was saying those looked like Alexa, Alexa Bliss's hands. They definitely were a lady's hands, but they looked like her. Okay. Hands. Then the part when they switched well, over to the game show—that's the rumor. Said it sounded like Eric, Eric Young coming back. The voice that was being. And, they and there is rumors that he is that with, Eric Young's coming with Captain, back with Captain Howdy, and so maybe he'll be involved Ray. with this whole. So would that stuff. make sense? I don't know. Or do they bring him back with Nikki Cross and do the insanity thing? Or I like that better than Ray. Insanity. Yeah. But I did not like this segment. It, I don't. I was already confused with where Bray's going. This I was just. It was all over. Yeah, the place I just I don't get me. it anymore. <laughs> Damn, As you're the ruining Joker it. Said, you're you ruining just, it. You wouldn't get it. Well, we don't, <laughs> man. We don't. I was about to pull up that picture. Um, the you wouldn't get it. What? But my, my phone's asking my phone's asking me if I'm a robot, and I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> you're a robot. It. Stop asking me. Uh, 
we had Rey Mysterio versus Karrion Cross for like the second time this past month or whatever. Uh, Dominic, though, would come out and interfere, grabbing Ray's legs and throwing him out of the ring when he went for a 619, which would allow Karen Cross to put on the straight jacket and get the win. Afterwards, there was an exchange between Dominic and Ray where Dominic kept telling Ray to hit him and was shoving Ray and pushing Ray, and Ray actually seems to be getting closer and closer to looking like he wants to fight Dominic, which I think we're going to get the match be. at Mania. It's kind of a long-term story that they've been telling. Yeah, hopefully it's a good, decent match. It'll be like... I mean, if Ray was smart, he this would is, retire. This is Andy watching... Wrestling his son. Yeah. Ray Wyatt's storyline. And then he would pass down the mask. <laughs> Dude, I, I, it should be everyone watching Bray yeah, Wyatt. Like 99% of people watching. <laughs> Dutch Mantel posted something about it. Dutch Mantel posted something about it this week. Um, talking talking about Bray He's Wyatt. Like, what the fuck is going on? Um, God, I, I want to find it really quick, but it, it's just it, Dutch, it Dutch is like, it, what the fuck am I watching here? It doesn't make it. <laughs> it doesn't make any any fucking. Um, it says Bray Wyatt slammed over confusing segment. He said, "I watched, I was watching it, and it kind of went longer than it should have gone on." Come on, guys, get out of it! I don't. That was really, really confusing. It really was. I thought I was back on drugs again, but no, I wasn't. That was really happening. I said, "People who are not drinking and doing drugs, straight people put this together." And I was thinking, does it get attention on Bray? They didn't mention anybody else. I don't know. He did have Lashley and Brock in the video, but he could have had he could have had had Abraham Lincoln. I don't <laughs> it get it. Make no sense. It, it just it, dude, it didn't make no sense. Um, I've I have no idea. It didn't make no sense. I didn't know what what he was doing. Um, but let's get into how the show closed, which I thought was um, a strong um, final segment. Jimmy Uso comes out to the ring and he cuts a promo. Seemingly on his brother, um, and not in a bad way, but he wanted his brother to come out, um, and he blamed Sammy for, well, before Sammy comes out. So he cuts a promo, How Sammy Zayn appears, been, there's an exchange back and forth between those like two, um, and Zayn talks about... She's wearing what? some like baggy. That was her original gimmick. Yeah. Since she's, she's wearing came some like Jinko jeans, wrestling Oscar. Doing that. Uh, she on TV right now. Some Hardy Boys pants. Yeah, Carmella's literally wearing like Hardy Boys pants. I was like, like what? Neon. We're not talking about Carmella. <laughs> anyway, I'm losing my train of thought, guys. Um, so Sammy, when he's in the ring with Jimmy, he talk, if you guys remember, uh, Jimmy was the only one vouching for him in the beginning when Jay didn't yeah. like him. So Sammy was talking to him about that. He said, you made me the honorary oos. Remember that? He said, you took me down with zero hesitation. Uh, Jimmy, I have to let you know. Uh, or he said, but you took me down with zero hesitation. As in, like, you know, when he hit Roman with that chair, Jimmy right away super kicked yeah. him. Uh, so he said, I have to let you know that hurt. Uh, and then Jimmy said, you made that choice. I did what I had to do. That's what families do. Um, and Sammy goes on to say what, you know, family does. He said, they don't manipulate you every single week like Roman Reigns did to me. Like Roman Reigns did to your twin every single week for years. He talked about how family doesn't make you have to prove yourself every single week. Um, but then Jey Uso ended up appearing in the stands, um, and one of the replies from Jimmy was, there's a way out for you, you don't have to go down with the ship, I'm looking in your eyes and I know you know what I say is true. Um, Zane gets distracted when looking over at Jay and Jimmy attacks him, but Sammy ends up getting, um, getting the upper hand and gives uh, Jimmy a haluva kick in the corner. 
and exits through the crowd while Jimmy's in the ring and Jay is on the other side of the barricade. Jimmy or Sammy exits through a different part of the barricade into the crowd and that's how the show goes off the air. Good ending. I like that. So big segment, lots of um you know, um turmoil going on with the bloodline bloodline right now. A lot of friction. Where we go from here, I don't know. It seems like Jay still doesn't know what side he's on. He's going to have to pick a side. If they do end up going in that direction for Mania, you know, he would have to pick a side and turn on Sammy at some point. But right now he's still playing, the, or he's still on the fence with everything. So, uh, But that wraps up SmackDown. So, Tim, if you want to take us out, or if you guys have anything to add, to add before Tim guys? takes us out. Well, no, it's probably just the best storyline, maybe of this like decade. I will. uh, I will take this out here. Classic show (laughs) of the week is WrestleMania three, one of, if not the classic show of the nineteen eighties, with such matches as the Bulldogs versus the Hart Foundation, Macho Man uh, Macho Man Randy Savage versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And, of course, maybe the biggest main event ever, Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. Yeah, go. This is an old school, old... uh, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. And if you want to watch more about that rivalry, um, A&E has the series Rivals, and that was the... Uh, first rivalry for this new season. Go that enjoy WrestleMania three. It's actually the best, just watched it, so it's uh, fun that you brought up time. Just a big WrestleMania three. So many people over, uh, according to the WWE, uh, over ninety thousand people in the Pontiac Silverdome. So uh, go go enjoy. And if that wraps it up, uh, we will join you all next week. And we can't wait to be back next week talking all things pro wrestling with you, the fans. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a good rest of your week.